Welcome to the Durban Christian Centre South Message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. Entitle my message this morning, Possess the Double. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I want you again to, this morning, turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 61 and verse 6. Isaiah 61 and verse 6. But you shall be named the priests of the Lord. They shall call you the servants of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. And everlasting joy shall be theirs. Especially verse 7, the latter half of verse 7. I want to focus your attention on that this morning. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. Now, I don't know about you, but when I meditate on the Word of God, I take every word of that sentence and I put an emphasis on it. I said, they shall possess the double. And then I said, Lord, thank you. They shall possess the double. And I meditate on that. And then I said, Lord, thank you. They shall. Hallelujah. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, you shall. They shall possess the double. And then I go on and I meditate and they shall possess the double. Hallelujah. And then you, you go on further, they shall possess the double. You meditate on the word of God and it'll drop into your spirit. But I want to focus your attention on this verse this morning. They shall possess double. Everybody lift your hand and say, they shall possess double. Hallelujah. And some people read this and they they actually read God will give them double they will receive double from God but I want you to know today that it it is not so Jesus does not give us double because that dearly beloved would limit God because once he's given you double then what do you do Dig your grave and go home. Amen. Jesus does not give you double because that would limit God. In fact, the Bible says that God has given us all things. The Bible tells us that all things are ours. I want you to look in the book of 1 Corinthians 3.21. Therefore let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours. I want you to say that with me, all. All are yours and you are Christ and Christ is God's. Paul confirms this again in the book of Ephesians 1, where he says in 
uh, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with double. No. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Every means all spiritual blessings. And then Jesus says, whatsoever things you desire, whatsoever. And then he goes on to say, all things are possible with God. Anyone reading these scriptures must come to a conclusion that what God has promised us is more than double what you have. Thank you for your enthusiasm. I said, anybody reaching these scriptures must come to the conclusion that God has given you more than double. Hallelujah. We read that verse again. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. So does this scripture say that he will give you double? And that is a place where many Christians get stuck. They're waiting for God to give them more. They say, if only somebody can. And that's why people run from church to church, conference to conference, because maybe they can find a preacher that will give them double. But my Bible says that God has already blessed you with all things. Somebody say hallelujah. 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 It doesn't say that God will give you double. It says that you shall possess the double. There's a difference between what God gives and what you possess. We notice that when God sent Israel into the promised land, he said to them, go, I've given you the land. And he lays out the borders from the north to the south to the great river in the, in, the, in the west and then over to the east. He says, I've given you this land, but you know and I know when you read through scripture that it says that there were many lands that they still had not possessed by the time that Joshua died. There was still more to possess. So when God gives you, he gives it to you, but you possess part of that. So there's a, there's a big difference. God is, in other words, saying you need to possess. The promises are there. The blessings are there, but you shall possess, and you can possess double. You can double. You can stretch your tent pegs. You can increase your vision. You can extend your faith. You can stake a new claim. You can say, I will possess the double, and God says, you shall possess. So in other words, God is saying there's something for you to do and I want the church to know that God wants you to, es to establish and to expand your territory. He wants you to expand your measure of rule. He wants you to increase in authority. He wants you to expand in your, in your finances and in your relationships and in your ministry. He wants you to take what you have. As he's given you five talents, make five more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God is saying to his church today, multiply and be fruitful and replenish the earth. 
expand. Don't sit where you are. Don't wait. Don't think to yourself that God has not given me, uh, you know, double. But the Bible says you shall possess the double. There is more in God for you and I than what we can ever hope or dream. Hallelujah. But we this morning are anointed to possess. Now I want to speak to you this morning about using your faith to possess. Hallelujah. Don't just stay where you are. The Bible says that if the person who looks at the wind and at the rain will not sow, will not expand himself, will not extend himself, and that's what's actually happening now. People are looking at the conditions. They're looking at COVID. They're looking at the lockdown, and they think, I need to lock down. If you lock down, you will be locked down. Come on, tell your neighbor, don't lock down. Don't hunker in a corner. Don't start pulling back. Do you know that at this time, most of the church is increasing and expanding and taking new territory and making new investments? Thank you for your enthusiasm. Can somebody say hallelujah? Oh, can you in the car say hallelujah loud enough so I can hear? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I look out like this and all I can see is uh, the car lights. It looks like the eyes looking at me as car eyes. And they don't smile, they just stare. (laughs) Hallelujah. So there's five steps to possess. There's five steps that we need to take if we want to possess the double. And I pray this morning that God would activate your faith. That God would strengthen you. And the Lord says, lift up your eyes and see. There's a great harvest. Hallelujah. There's opportunities all around you. There's there's an increase that God has granted the church for such a time as this. And I declare in Jesus' name, the church is not going down. The church is not going backwards. The church is going onwards. The church is going upwards. The church is increasing and expanding. Hallelujah. The first thing that you need to do is to know the promise of God. They had to go and walk in the promised land. They had to go and see the grapes and see the the fruits and see the territory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember I had a promise in my heart. The Lord's going to give me a a car. And I remember saying, okay, thank you, Lord, for the car. And then I got in my car and I drove around and I went to look. And the more I looked, the more my faith grew. Somebody say hello. Listen, the more you look, the more the opportunities will present themselves. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say, I must look. Hallelujah. When God gives you a promise, start looking. Start finding out what is available. And I'll never forget, I drove past, I drove past Audi and there in the, in the, in the showroom floor stands an Audi A8. And it caught my eye. And the enemy said to me, what are you doing? Do you know what the car that is? But because I was looking, hallelujah. Come on, turn to somebody and say, keep looking, good looking. Hallelujah. Because I was looking, I could see it. 
And to make a long story short, I turned in there, I looked at the car, and within two weeks, I was driving an Audi A8. Now, if I didn't go and look, I would have still been driving the car that I had. I want you to say this morning, increase. Come on, say possess. Say possess double. You see, the emphasis is on you and I to take possession of the promises of God. And so if you want to possess the double, the first thing to do is look. Decide what you want from God. Open your Bible. Read. Read what the promises are. Hallelujah. Because when you read this, you're actually hearing God talking to you. And I don't know about you, but when I read this Bible, it expands my mind. It challenges me. When God starts saying certain things to me, I look at it and say, whoa, uh, Lord, how can this be? Because his word will always bring faith to you to believe the impossible. So the first thing you need to do is establish in the word of God what the promises are. And decide in your heart what you want from God. Be specific with your request. Hallelujah. Be specific. Don't just let it be out there. I'm believing for that. I'm believing for exactly that thing. Become specific. Become focused. Hallelujah. Decide what you want from God. Find the scriptures that cover that case. And the word of God will start birthing faith in you. Hallelujah. So you can grab a hold of what you see. The Word is our foundation and base for faith. If you go looking without establishing the Word of promise in your heart, you will see it, but you'll be like the ten spies who saw the land, but only the problems that came with it. But when you see it by faith, you will say, I'm well able to possess. Come on, I want you to raise your hand and say, I'm well able to possess double. Thank you, Jesus. Get the promises of God firmly in your heart. The Bible says, now this is the confidence that we have in him. 1 John 5, 14. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked on him. So you take the word, you meditate on that word. You let that word dwell in your heart until you are absolutely convinced. Hallelujah. It's like an athlete. If he's going to run that 100-meter sprint, he doesn't get onto those starting blocks till the shoes are absolutely on his feet. Amen. Until he has tied the laces. Until he has established his shoes. So you meditate on the promise until you're absolutely convinced of that word because Scripture is the most important foundation to base your, your faith on. Filling your prayer with Scripture proves that you're in line with the Word of God. I speak to so many people, when I speak to them, they say, I'm, I'm believing God for that, for that. But then at the same time, they're not convinced that God wants to do it. Amen. I believe God for healing, but maybe he put the sickness on me to teach me a lesson. I believe God for, for healing, but maybe, uh, you know, my sin is stopping 
Now, you need to be convinced about God's word. Using the word in prayer establishes, listen, God's authority in your voice. Hallelujah. There's no authority but the word of God. And there's no power in the word of God unless it's from the heart. Absolutely convinced. Beyond a doubt. Settle in your heart what God's promise is. And then the second step is activate your faith. Establish your faith and then activate your faith. If you want double possession, you need double confession. Come on, tell your neighbor, double, double. Amen. Double confession will bring you to double possession. Hallelujah. So when God says double, increase, expand, start in your faith. Start in your confession. Start doubling up on the work that you do in the spirit. Say what you believe. Jesus said you will have what you say. An important thing about faith is that confession precedes possession. I say before I believe. Hallelujah. Believe you receive them, Jesus said. And that is the place where often saints uh, get to roadblock because Jesus said, if you ask anything, believe you receive them. But this is what saints do. They ask and they believe they shall receive them. They will receive it. I believe I will receive it one day. Hallelujah. Can I tell you when that day is? When the day comes where you believe that you have received. Hallelujah. How long will you wait to get to that day? You have to decide today is the day. God has spoken to me. I've received it in my heart. All things whatsoever you pray and ask for. Believe that you receive them. And you shall have them. Hallelujah. You see, God will never promise you what he's not willing to give you. He promises you so that you can possess. The promises are massive. But the possession is up to you. Somebody say, I want to possess. I want to possess the double. I want to take the promises of God. Hallelujah. So when I walk by faith and not by sight, I walk by my confession. What does that mean? It means that I act according to what I believe in my heart and say with my mouth. And that's the third key of possessing the double is act your faith. Somebody say act your faith. Faith without works is dead. Faith left just in the realm of, of the heart is not active and cannot possess. I'll never forget Pastor Fred's story. The one day he was challenged by some ministers when he start, first started preaching the word of faith. And they said to him, no, you can't just say and it will be. And uh, they challenged him and they brought him and they sat there and they were all challenging him. And then they said to him, okay, we, we will prove something to you. And they took the they took a Bible and they put it over there and they said to him, now, you command that Bible to move from there to there. So Pastor Fred says, okay, Bible, move from there to there. 
And they said, no, you can't move it. You must just say it. He said, faith without works is dead. Hallelujah. When you start acting on your faith, hallelujah, say what you believe and then act accordingly. Everybody say act accordingly. Faith without works, dearly beloved, is dead. This is what defeats a lot of people. They establish their faith. They start speaking what they want, and then they don't move on it. They don't act on it. No, it's the Spirit. It's the Spirit that bears witness with us as we work the works of faith. See yourself healed. See yourself blessed. See yourself expanding. See yourself taking that territory. See yourself in that new house. Somebody say amen. See yourself employed. Take steps of faith. Can you say that with me? Take steps of faith. Hallelujah. Act on your faith. Remember, I remember a time where I was believing God, you know, for, for new things, but I wasn't acting on it. I was driving. I just, I just come out of, out of uh, you know, my workplace, and I was in full-time ministry. I was about two months into full-time ministry, and I was preaching a word of faith once. It was a Thursday night right here at the Grosvenor Girls High School. We used to have meetings there in their lecture hall. That's how we established home cells in the bluff, was our first home cell. So anyway, I'm preaching over there, and I'm preaching faith that night, and man, we are having a glory time, and we walk out of the meeting, and I'm on cloud nine. Whoo, man, God did mighty things. And we walk out, and there's my car standing, and I drove a Toyota with, with natural air conditioning. Amen. It had lots of rust on it. And was standing there, and for me, you know, that, that, was, that was good enough. And as I walked up to the car, there was, a, there was another guy standing next to my car, and he had just brought himself a brand new car. There's the shiny car of his, and there's my car. And as I walk up to the car, he says, loud so I can hear. He said, oh, some people preach faith. Others have faith. I looked at that. I said, devil, that's the last time you'll say that to me. Amen. Come on. Sometimes you need people to stir you. Sometimes you need people to kick you under the butt and say, it's not okay to drive that old thing. Amen. It's not okay to stay where you are. Now, you know, in my mind, I was being holy. I wasn't taking too much, you know. I was just being holy. The only thing holy was the car was full of holes. Amen. And when I saw that, I said, no, this will not be. God, what can I do? I'm believing you now. I'm going to drive a new car. And as I was praying, the Lord, the Lord laid on my heart to go to auctions. Never done in my life. So I, I went to an auction. I looked in the newspaper, and I found an auction. And I went to an auction, and I bought my first car. And God started blessing what I'm doing. And my children, my children never knew when I'm coming to fetch them. Because every day we'll come and fetch them. And they never knew what car will be arriving. They're looking for us. And just last week, I was driving a, a VW, you know, and then, they, they arrive, and then they're looking for me. But there's an Opel arriving. 
and they're not looking. Oh, there's an Opal, and then the next week there's a Corolla, and the next week there's a, you know, a Camry, and the next week, because God started blessing the works of my hands. Hallelujah. Wishful, wishful thinking is not faith. Somebody say, put action to your faith. Take action. Act accordingly. And God blessed me that, that year. I tell you, we drove, we drove, I think it was 25 or 27 cars in one year. We kept buying them and selling them. And by God's grace, because his anointing was on me, I didn't lose money on one car. Amen. And that's the thing. Don't now do what I did. Pastor Johnny did, so now I'm going to do I, I had a friend actually do that. A friend, he said, okay, you're doing that. So he went and he lost, he lost the socks off his shoes. Amen. Because once God tells you something to do, he will bless it. Somebody say, put action to your faith. Hallelujah. Put action. Start doing something. Work towards it. And number four, protect your heart. Now, I, I want to say something today. Lack of, lack of action will undermine and destroy your faith. If you believe God, but you do not take acts of faith, you do not act on your faith, your faith will die. Your faith will start become wishful thinking. You'll start putting it in the realm of one day when my ship comes in. I don't know about you, but I think on the ocean there's so many, there's fleets of ships out there that people are waiting for their ship. The Bible says you shall possess the double. Take steps of faith, and when you take a step of faith, don't look back. Hallelujah. He put a weapon in your hand, you wield that weapon. You work what God has given you. Don't look back. Don't get fearful. When Peter stepped out of the boat, by faith, he walked on that water. Hallelujah. It's only when he started looking at the conditions, he started looking at what's going on around him, that he got fearful. Listen, all of you made investments before the lockdown. Do not back down. Keep pressing in. Thank you for your enthusiasm. God's going to do a mighty thing in your life. Hallelujah. Protect, protect, protect your heart. Protect your heart by acting on your faith, by being active. Number two, protect your heart against every evil thought. Wrong thoughts produce fear and doubt. We cannot let the enemy bring fear and doubt into our minds. See the answer. See yourself blessed. See the, the accomplishment of that goal in front of you. Hallelujah. And number three of keeping your heart is stay away from people with a bad report. People with a bad report will undermine your faith. Keep company, saints, with people who live by faith. Keep company with people when you walk away from them, you feel like you can grab your own lion. Hallelujah. There's some people when you, when you greet them and say, how are you? Then they start unloading on you. Oh, this is bad, and oh, that is bad. By the time they finish, you, you, you know, you have to crawl out of their presence. Stay away from those kinds of people. Get around people of faith because there's a different atmosphere about them. 
It's like when you walk past a bakery, you can smell that. You can smell that fresh bread. Oh, and you want fresh bread. And you look forward to fresh bread. I don't know about you, but I like a thick slice like this. And I put some butter on it. Not margarine. Butter. Hallelujah. Butter is better. And, oh, hallelujah. The salted butter. And you cut that thing, it's so hot, you have to cut it carefully with a sharp knife. Otherwise, it goes flat. And, you, you know, you can smell that. When you buy the bakery, you can smell that it fills a man and makes you excited. And some saints are like that. When you buy them, there's an atmosphere. There's a smell of faith. There's a, there's a ra radiance around them of all things are possible with God. Hallelujah. You encourage. You eating bread with them. Huh? You smelling their faith. You, you, you know, you're being encouraged. You're being excited. You can't wait. Hallelujah. Because you're around the right kind of people. People of faith. Hallelujah. So stay away from, from a bad report. From people with a bad report. And learn to just rebuke the enemy. Rebuke. When anxiety comes, realize it's the voice of the enemy. It's not the voice of God. Rebuke that and stay in faith. Number five, stay in faith. Thanksgiving. When everything with prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Hallelujah. And the God of peace will sanctify you. Stay in joy. Stay happy. Stay near the bakery. Hallelujah. Stay where there's a nice fragrance around you all the time. Hallelujah. Especially when you're fighting a fight of faith. Amen. And, and there's something else I've learned. When I'm fighting a fight of faith, I don't tell other people about it. Except I get around some faith people. Hallelujah. And I get built up in my most holy faith. And when I've won my victory, because some people, if you tell them, it's like, you know, wet blankets all over you. Some people are so negative, if they touch your car battery, it will go flat. <laughs> Amen. Some people, you, you just, they, 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 everything is a problem. Their, their jaws hang so low, their lips are dragging on the ground. Amen. I, I don't know why we used to sing that song when we were at school. Do your ears hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie them in or not? Can you tie them in or both? I don't know where that song comes from. But I don't need people around me with their mouths hanging on the ground. Amen. Now, I'm not talking about never encouraging people like that. Yeah, you do that. But if you want to associate, you want to hang around people, you, you want to have fellowship, that's the kind of people that you have a fellowship with, people of faith, people in a, with fresh bread. Hallelujah. And then you go and minister to those others. But get out before it gets too heavy. If you feel your, your knees start buckling as they tell you, hey, I'll see you tomorrow, eh? Some visits should be determined. Say, so how long are you visiting for? I don't know. I'll see. <laughs> As you feel, you say, hey, I need to go now. I've got it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Come on, tell your neighbor, stay in faith. Build a faith environment around you. Amen. Keep your heart. Start giving God thanks, thanking Him in all things, focusing on what is good. Amen. Uh, when you start giving God thanks, it builds your faith. It strengthens your faith. Hallelujah. Lift your heart constantly with thanksgiving. Praise the name of the Lord. And, you know, from then on, this is something else. Once you have made your statement of faith and you believe and you start taking your action, you don't ask God anymore. You thank God because you've received it. Amen. You can't keep asking once you've received. And if you've received, you're happy. Amen. You know, some people, they, they, they in a miracle meeting, oh, thank God they received. And when you see them after service, say, how are you? Oh, this is so hard. They haven't received. Receive. Believe, you receive. Somebody say amen. I want to tell you today, make your prayer statement. Make your faith statement. Do not back down. Thank God. Press in for what God has given you. You shall possess the double. And that's God's word this morning. You shall. Hallelujah. Everybody say shall. That is the promise of God. That is the anointing of God on you today. So dearly beloved, God is not saying I will give you double. He has given you all things. But he's speaking to you today. It's time to possess the double. Come on, lift your hands wherever you are. Those of you watching my live stream and YouTube, Father, thank you this morning for faith that enters the hearts of every saint. Lord, as we stand before you today, we believe we shall possess the double. Lord, those new contracts, those open doors, those opportunities will come to each and every one. And in Jesus' name, Lord, your anointing rests on them. And I declare today they shall possess the double and they shall see increase we thank you for the anointing on this church father that we expand to the right and we expand to the left and we take new territory i bless every saint in the mighty name of jesus lord we will take territory will not turn back we will not set our hearts father and allow anxiety but lord we full of faith we full of joy we full of hope i thank you for your blessing on them even now spirit of god you're re you're revealing an anointing you're revealing a vision you're revealing a promise to your saints as that promise comes dearly beloved Faith comes with that promise because he is the spirit of promise. Now, I bless you today. As I was speaking today, today, the Holy Ghost started quickening things in you that he wants you to do, that he's given to you. And the spirit of God is saying to you today, possess the double. Father, I thank you for the anointing, the strength on your saints to stand up, to arise, to take new territory. And I declare in this church, there shall be expansion. There shall be increase. There shall be new things, Father. New horizons will open before your saints and they shall possess the double in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, I just want to take a moment with you. Saints, there's one thing to possess. It's your salvation in Jesus. Jesus said, what will it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? And today, he has shed his blood for you. He has made a way for you that you should not be bound by, by sin. 
And I'll ask you just for a few moments for nobody to move. It's a very important moment. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Now you are here today and say, Pastor Johnny, my heart's not right with God. Can you pray for me? God knows your heart. He knows you. He's intimately acquainted with you. And He doesn't turn from you in disgust or, or withdraw from you in anger. But the Bible says His tender mercies and His loving kindnesses are extending towards you today to save you, to lift you out from where you are, to wash your sins away. And right there where you are, you say, Pastor Johnny, I feel so guilty. I feel so far from God. Can you pray for me? I want you to know, friend, that the moment you turn to Him, He will reach out and He will save you. He will reach out. He will wash your sins away. And He will redeem your life from destruction. Whatever sin you've committed, everybody has sinned. And curses come with sin. But salvation comes through Jesus. And if that's you, you say, Pastor Johnny, can you pray for me? I want Jesus. I want to make right with God. I want you to lift your hand where you are, all over this place. If you're saying, Pastor Johnny, I want to give my life to Jesus. If you can just lift your hand. I want to see that hand. You're on my side. You say, I want to make right with God. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else out there? Thank you. The Lord sees your hand. He sees your heart. He's speaking to your heart today because if you will renounce your sin, if you'll turn and say, Jesus, be my Savior, He will be your Lord and Savior. Thank you. I see that hand as well. Now, I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to pray this prayer. Those of you watching my live stream and YouTube, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, say it out with your mouth, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God, that you so loved me, that you gave your life on that cross. Jesus, I repent of my sins and I give my life to you. I believe you rose from the dead and today I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Now bless those, Lord, who's prayed this prayer. I apply the blood of their cleansing. I thank you for washing their sins as far as the east is from the west and cleansing them from all unrighteousness. Thank you that by your spirit you reach in, you grab a hold of them, you lift them up, Father, and from this moment on you translate them out of darkness into your marvelous light. I bless them. Thank you for your hand on them in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm possessing. Come on, this week I'm going to possess. Say it again. This week I'm going to possess. I'm going to take new territory. I'm going to move on what God has given me. Father, I bless every saint as they go. I love this church. I love each and every one of you. And I've got one more thing to say. Oh, wait, I've got announcements to make. Hallelujah. First thing, 12th of September is Baby Dedication Sunday. And the next thing is on the 2nd of October, we've got Marriage Encounter. For those who want to get married, you can come do our Marriage Encounter. And uh, so remember, Marriage Encounter, 2nd of, of October, Baby Dedication, 12th of September. And one more thing to say, Sunday was great, but Monday is better. God bless you. Love you as you go possessing 
in Jesus name we trust that you were blessed by this podcast and that you are inspired to be more like Jesus if you seek him you shall surely find him if you have been touched by this message and feel led to sow into our ministry please go to our website www.durbanchristiancenter.co.za or find our banking details in the description below we encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube so you can have up-to-date information on all our church activities. Please feel free to drop us your contact details. We'd love to connect with you.